to The Roots Report. My name is Patrick. And I'm Tom. What are we going to talk about today, Patrick? Well, I'd like to talk about the Elon Musk-Ukraine issue. I don't know if anybody's been paying attention in the uh, news the last couple days. Things have gotten a little bit spicy. And by news, he practically I mean, means Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on Twitter. Uh, like so many things are now, anyway. It is like the premier news source yeah. for minute to minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then but also I would like to go over uh, the market continues to sink lower. CPI is up. You think there'll be more tightening ahead? Hmm. And uh, we got some big earnings this week, which uh, will be very interesting to follow, especially in the Discord. So let's uh, let's get started with this market sinking lower. Yeah, so <clears throat> we're kind of entering into a the first in a while prolonged downturn in the market. It's um, interesting to see and one thing that really jumps out to me uh something that i read quite a while ago is that in bear markets there is usually the largest singular green days and if you kind of think about it like there was a four and a half percent rally on spy one day because it opened really low and then it closed up like one or two percent but right like it's crazy how much it can move up in a single trading day right now so there's really, really, really good short-term opportunities, but I don't think we're actually going to see a full recovery for a little bit still. Yeah, I think it's a, pretty much the inverse of a bull market, basically. Like, we're so used to bull markets, we don't think about it a lot, but a common phrase is that it takes the stairs up and the elevator down. Yeah, <clears throat> And fair. that's kind of the same thing, only inverse. Now we're in a bear market, so it takes the stairs down and it'll fucking shoot up. Yeah. Like a geyser every now and then. You know, it'll be kind of like a FOMO, a uh, short covering, uh, big it, jump. Events, so, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, like, and then, but it just returns back. Like, There's got to be liquidity on both sides, right? Like that makes actual perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, we went from, I think it, we opened up at 3.54 on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then we s- s- went all the way back up to 3.70. And then Friday opened like 3.67 and all the way back down to 3. 58 at close or something like that so it almost just dropped right back which was nice because i got some puts on the upturn on thursday so i made some pretty good decent money on the other way going um because i tend to play it like if we're in a bear market my bias is that it's going to go down over time yeah exactly just give it give it some time so that's a little bit of a safer bet Mm mm-hmm um, Especially so if you are playing play with bull. things like options, you, you want to be right. using a little bit more time if your overall sentiment is still down right now. Because right. Or a short less time if you're doing like calls or you're doing some bullish play. Yes. Just try to take a quick uptick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's interesting. I don't know. It's hard. It's really hard to pick the bottom. But one thing I thought was interesting is that so we all know how bad micro caps have been doing. Yep. Stocks in general, I think, are down. Uh, 26% on the year. If you just held cash, I mean, I saw this, it said 0.3%. I don't know if that includes the gains of the dollar and then takes away the amount that you would have to pay for like just inflation. But uh, I guess inflation would affect, I don't know. Anyway, but uh, cash probably is, would have been a much better investment than stocks even this year. 
But an interesting thing was like, it's the inverse then. Mm -hmm. When we do go back to the bull market, microcaps are the best. So I thought that was something interesting. I'll be looking in for some microcaps to jump into that, you know, I like a lot. Yeah. And like, and you, be... you, you kind of nailed it on the head there. Like during this downtrend is a, is a really good time to be averaging in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pick me up some gab the other day. Hey, nice. Five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's at the March 2020 peak right before hmm. or the low i can't remember because like whenever this thing is like rolling and going like it averages at like seven or eight right like right yeah so and then i mean you got that 12 percent dividend so and yeah 12 percent dividend right now because it pays 15 cents a quarter uh and you're trading sub five so and we have our own special roots research way to play this one join the discord to find hmm. out more that is a, but uh, that is a fun also play. this week we had some very interesting news and i think this is a big part of why i continued down with the markets as well mm -hmm. um cpi doubled the expectance for month over month it was supposed to be up 0.2 percent and was actually up 0.4 percent from september yeah and uh, uh september or sorry from from, well, from august september. from august i guess from august yeah, yeah. Um, in september but what, what's interesting enough is it is a, a 4x in the increase from August. Right. Like August, month over month from July. July. Yeah. Would have been 0.1%. Yes. So we increased 0.1% in August. And then in September, we increased 0.4%. Yes. And so, yeah, it's been, a, I mean, it was expected to go up a little bit because the expectation was 0.2, but mm -hmm. 0.4 is pretty high. And that's kind of a jump in cpi i mean might make for a more hawkish uh, fed so yeah and i can see why people are probably nervous if inflation continues to go up and is accelerating up then they have to increase interest rates to combat that right like right? so the whole point like, is that they're trying to increase interest rates and uh kind of call back the quantitative easing back into quantitative tightening mm -hmm. Um, just reducing the money flow into the market so that uh, they can combat inflation better. Yep. And so, obviously, if it's not working, then we're going to see a more hawkish Fed, presumably. Yes. Um, and that kind of also, I think, as we've said before, ties into where the bottom is. Because I think the bottom will only ever really show itself once the Fed eases off. So we could still be six months, a year out until it goes back up. So it could could get bad yeah i mean it's not like the market goes up all the time which uh, as a friendly reminder for anyone who hasn't seen our other episodes is kind of the point of a hedge fund mm -hmm. like people always say oh you the s p outperforms hedge funds all the time which yeah it does most because we've been in a 15-year bull run but the point of a hedge fund is to hedge which means that in downturns, they tend to perform better. Not like the, the plants that you grow outside your house. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it kind of. I mean, the hedge was a barrier, you know. I guess. Yeah. Your hedge. Okay, sure. I can see the connection. That's kind of like where it, it comes from. If I you think. want a good breakdown of hedging as a trader, um, our editor Fenworth and I had a little bit of a interview kind of episode a couple episodes back. So go and give that one a listen if you are interested about hedge funds. Right. Yeah. And uh, another thing that's going to be really interesting coming into next week is we got a lot of big earnings. So it'll be, I think the market next week is going to be all about 
these earnings. They're going to forget about the CPI that happened last week. You know, it's going to be about these big names. Like we got Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, among other uh, banks that we've had. We also had banks last week, and I don't think they've been performing super well. Um, we also have big names like Netflix and Tesla, AT&T, Snap. Um, and I know we're going to be going over these in the Discord. <clears throat> so for like more in-depth day-to-day, uh, -day, you should join our Discord for that. But what do you think about earnings coming out this week? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, Snap in particular, I am going to be looking at. Um, I've been trading a lot of Tesla lately, and I feel like I'm at a point where I'm done with it for now. I'm going to yeah. be moving on. It's best to take your winnings and run to the hills on some things right. sometimes. So I'm kind of not looking at Tesla, but I'm interested to see what happens. Uh, but Snap will yeah. be interesting. I think there will be a lot of movement on Snap. So best way to sort of play this thing is look at the reaction and wait for the retracement. Right, especially if you're playing options. I bet a lot of these are going to have high uh, IV. Yeah. So you got to be careful. Uh, a lot more volume than normal on earnings days. So if you're holding for greater than a day or a couple hours, uh, expect it to be harder to sell because there's not as a lot a lot of volume. Meaning probably a bigger spread between your bid and ask. So just be careful if you're doing market orders. Right. Burns you. Okay. Yeah. So if anyone wants to follow up with that, uh, please join our Discord. Yeah. As always, links in the description. Um, but I'd like to finish off with a fun note. Um, you know, it's not like the best market advice, but it is very fun to watch uh, Elon Musk, which, I mean, I guess would play into Tesla possibly. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, and other things. It tends to hang on to his Twitter account, Yeah, just the market in general. And he recently gave some, I don't know, like pretty big advice for kind of who he is and what he should or shouldn't be meddling in. Uh, but there was a, a recommendation to Ukraine to intern for peace, forfeit uh, parts of Ukraine to, to Russia. Um, this was kind of documented on Twitter quite excessively throughout the week. But the Ukrainian minister snapped back pretty much immediately telling Elon to fuck off. Right. So I don't know. That was a pretty bold recommendation, I think. First and yeah, foremost. Yeah, I think it was, uh, it was bold on Elon, and his main thing was that he was saying that he just didn't want any further escalation. No, absolutely. So, I see where he's coming yeah. from with it, but like... But I also don't think that, yeah, they should give back Crimea. I think, I don't know, personally, probably, I, I'm going to butcher these names, Luhansk and Donetsk, uh, the eastern territories that they're also claiming. Mm -hmm. That could possibly be... You know, forgiven, maybe, as a token, just for peace. Yeah, but, maybe. like... But it is harder. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't want to give anything to Russia. Yeah, because and the, the moment you do, is officially... not small. He it's a wins. big deal. He wins. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because that's what he wants. He doesn't want all of Ukraine. Necessarily. I mean, I'm sure he would take it. But yeah, he wanted the Crimea and Donetsk and as much as he can take, really, mm -hmm. I guess. But, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of bullshit. But I did also think that, you know, the minister's response was, I don't know, not very persuasive or professional. Uh, it was just kind of like, yeah, it was, he was just like, fuck off. He, like, he why literally said even, fuck off. Why are we even talking? Yeah, he literally did. Yeah. And it was like, why are we even 
why are you even giving me this? Like, you're not a diplomat or whatever. Yeah, and... And, uh, I mean, I would be kind of pissed off if I was Elon Musk, too. Because, you know, he's been donating a lot of money and service. Uh, the resistance fighters pretty much exclusively use Starlink's de- uh, communication network mm-hmm. for, com- like, talking and arranging... And it's coming out of all their communication from, from Elon Musk, so... Yeah. Uh, he actually halted, um, or I don't know if he did or not, but there was... Well, it was unconfirmed. There but, was yeah, outages there was, of Starlink in U- Ukraine yeah, where they like didn't the have day, access. The next the day, very next like, day. Uh, it just shut down. Yeah. <laughs> it, was just, it was like, oops. Oops, and, not uh, working. And he just confirmed that there were outages, but didn't say why. Yeah. But, you know, I definitely think it could be easily a flex. Just like, oh, you guys think you don't need me. Yeah. And well, he... You can fuck off. Yeah. Which I get. Like, if he's doing it for free, he doesn't have a contract with him. Yeah, exactly. He he's he's paying that. out of his own pocket. He doesn't have to do that. But, like, it's kind of the right thing to yeah, do. You, he could he could have showed him more respect than telling him to go fuck himself when he proposed a peace deal. Yeah, that that, that is true. Um, that's, that's the main thing I take away from this. Yeah. Uh, and, like, as of tonight, it's been, like, 24, 48 hours. Yeah. As of today, he said... Uh, it was actually Fuck like it. an hour yeah, or two just, ago. So I'll still, I'll still uh, be giving communications for free, even if they don't want to pay for it. Yeah. Now, how free it was, I've seen some other articles um, say it wasn't completely f- uh, funded by only Elon Musk. But I mean, I haven't had the time to go in that in depth. Um, I do know that the U.S. did buy some of the. Um, <clears throat> terminals like a thousand of them mm-hmm. for like three million but the annual amount that it costs to for the service was quoted as like 400 million so oh that's pretty expensive yeah yeah it's not cheap either it's not like oh this is like nothing mm-hmm. it's almost half a billion dollars yeah. for annual service and it's been going on for like six months and he really elon musk just stepped in when like without any questions just started providing it yeah. when Russia tried to shut down all their communication infrastructure, which uh, I think it's it's always like I always think that infrastructure like that, you know, the supply lines, everything um, really gets overlooked in war by like most uh, laymen. But if you think back to it, that was really what made Rome a superpower. And I think that's kind of like the case study I always use to show how important it really is, is that m- People don't win wars. Uh, supply line, like supplies, money, resources win wars, mm-hmm. right? If you're uh, starving, then you can't win a war. And that's exactly how Russia has failed, is that their trucking infrastructure just could not support the army, even like 30 miles from its borders. Because yeah. they use almost exclusively uh, railroads to supply their army inside their own borders. Hmm. So they don't have much of a a supply infrastructure outside of their own borders. Yeah. Interesting. So they just ran out of gas and bullets and food. Hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, this big old Russian bear has been getting beat back by little Ukraine and some guerrilla fighters. And I guess this kind of goes hand in hand with the, the new agreement uh between russia and india uh it's oil for arms basically so india is in a massive energy 
problem right now and russia's in an arms problem right now so arms from india for russian oil pretty dirty and there was actually a un vote um that was passed recently and out of i can't remember the total number of countries that voted one way or another but there were like six or seven countries that voted against the support of Russia um, by the United Nations. And more interestingly, there was like 30 or 34, something like that, uh, countries that abstained and India abstained because they're obviously transacting with yeah. Russia. So yeah, realistically, they shouldn't be voting for or against. They, they can't really right. vote for I mean, the support of Ukraine while they're dealing with the enemy. Like that's, that's right. yes. So I, I don't know. There, there were a few countries that stuck out to me um, and it must all be similar deals that have gone through and just not been in the media that I've, I've seen. Yeah. I mean, that's true. That's part of like uh, <clears throat> how sanctions work uh, where they have to kind of desperately sell their oil since they can't sell it to Europe anymore. Yeah. And, but yeah, it hasn't been good for them. No. What do you think about, uh, you know, businesses stepping in to take a bigger part of global diplomacy? <laughs> like Elon Musk sent them a so, peace plan. Um, and have, uh, have you ever... his companies are supporting the army pretty integrally. Like if they, the, their plans after Starlink went down were completely fucked. Like after it went down, they didn't have any communications. Mm -hmm. They couldn't do like almost anything. So it's a very integral thing that he's offering them. What do you think about the fact that he's a private actor? I mean, he's just one man who controls these private businesses. Yeah, so basically it's kind of like Ukraine relies on. So. The way things have progressed, it's almost more beneficial to do things as like a corporate entity instead of like yourself. So there may be situations in the future where large companies like for lack of a better example apple maybe participating in like infrastructure or random things like that on like behalf of the government kind of sort of like they'll be paying the government to sort of do these things and i don't know it, it's should companies be able to meddle like they're an entity i would say almost equivalent to like a personal entity which would be like you as an individual as far as like right. taxes and everything are concerned like it's just a different form set but the same process well i mean obviously i think ukraine could say fuck off and he would stop so it's not like they have to yeah. but it gives them a interesting amount of power mm -hmm. that i don't know how many people are comfortable with yeah yeah i don't know it, it, it's uh, it's interesting yeah, and he's got to buy twitter which I think I saw an interview. Apparently, he was talking about making it like the Chinese WeChat, possibly. Oh, which is a very. I mean, you can do like almost anything: banking, you can pay for stuff, um, buy, get a cab, you know, pay your phone bill. Yeah. Like everything on WeChat, they live on WeChat. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and so it just gets more and more power, you know, more and more influence. And I've seen some uh, like crappy put together probably not true posts of tesla possibly entering the phone business selling the phi phone or pi phone however you pronounce it 3.14 phone pi yeah pi pi 
Do Canadians pronounce it as phi? No, uh, I I initially like read it as phi, but I think it might be pi. The, yeah, that'd be interesting. Phone. I actually kind of hope they do. Fuck it. Yeah. You know, whatever. Um, but doesn't seem that credible of sources though. Yeah, I mean that's a big switch. Yeah. Though I think he uh, intends to do more consumer electronics with Tesla in general. Hmm. So I don't know. You know maybe like a phone would be the good first step. House bank. Yeah. The power bank for their house and a lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, with Elon Musk getting more and more control, I think yeah, you could say that this is bullish for Tesla just in general. If he has power over governments, you know. Yeah. He's got connections, obviously, in Ukraine. I mean, shit, that might have been one of the reasons that he said, fuck it, I'll just keep paying. Maybe they had a phone conversation off the records, you know? Yeah. We don't really know what goes on behind the scenes, so. Yeah, I mean, uh, personally, I'm bullish on Tesla in general, but when will the stock or the bear market end? When are they going to come out of hibernation? That's the big question. Yeah. Um, yeah, dollar cost averaging is always great. Um but it'll be, it's going to be an interesting year, I think, in the stock market till next year, basically. Yeah. It's going to be... A lot of uh, tr- trade opportunities. I'd say we could even go 12 more months, possibly. I'm going to take a hard look at it in six. But yeah, uh, we'll see how it shakes out. Anything could happen. Mm-hmm. And honestly... And we'll be here every week, so... Hey, yeah, you're right. Um, but honestly, I don't know. You, you, you are right. There's like a... I still think there's a good amount of time before we see an actual bottom on this whole thing. But so long as you're continually buying in, like it's it's not a, a bad thing for an early investor right now. Right. Right? Like we, we've already pulled back, what, 30% from the top? That's pretty decent. Yeah. That's a good discount. If something was 30% off at the grocery store or like not maybe not the grocery store, there was 30% off jeans, would you not be like, wow, that's actually a pretty good deal? Usually not because they mark everything up 50%. So it's not actually on discount until it's like yeah. 80% off. But yeah, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean, right? Like you're, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another thing though is like with inflation, it depends on, I think a lot on inflation and other things like that. Uh, we've been in a historically big uh, bull market. Mm-hmm. So uh, this bull market has been going on for, you know, a decade. And uh, it's not that every decade we go up. We've had years and years where it's just flat. Yep. So, well, I mean, like... if inflation's like that and it continues with interest rates and there's not a lot of quantitative easing, we could just be flat. I mean, that's, a, that's another way that the market can move. And if people stop having children and more and more children, then it's harder and harder to keep frothing the market up higher and higher right so take that into account too that's a throwback to many many episodes ago whenever <laughs> elon was saying there was too many too little people being born yeah okay well uh did you have anything else you wanted to talk about this week that's it for me really yeah so uh stay tuned for next week uh hopefully Major will be back with us, uh, but you can always catch us in the Discord. Don't forget to shout out, um, and Tommy Boy, do you think? And we'll cue the outro. Thank you for listening to The Roots Report by Roots Research, LLC. Everything discussed in this podcast should be considered to be disinterested commentary between hosts. This is not financial advice, as we are not financial advisors. 
Please be sure to share, follow us on Twitter, Spotify, and join our Discord. Links are in the description below. This has been The Roots Report, and stay rooted.